Some of the language used in the Bible and in our tradition can be hard to understand. And one of those things that comes up quite a bit in the Bible and in the readings that you might hear at Mass is something called the fear of the Lord. And it's a bit confusing because it's spoken of positively. But in other places, especially in St. Paul and Jesus, <laughs> have you ever heard of Jesus? Yeah, so Jesus says this a lot. Do not be afraid. It is I. Fear of the Lord it almost take that like a fear dash of dash the dash Lord. You know, it's like this other thing. It's this other name. They just can't, there isn't quite a name for it. I don't, don't know what it is actually in Hebrew, but it's different from fear. <laughs> like the emotion of fear. It's different. There's elements that are similar, you know, so it's kind of maybe in the same rough geographical region, but it is so different. So how do we understand what fear of the Lord actually is and and continue to work at removing the unhelpful, unholy fear. I want to propose, and this is my understanding of it, and it also comes from some of my, my studies over the years, uh, the fear of the Lord has a lot to do, not with the emotion of terror and fear, but of uh, our attitude towards God, our attitude towards God. It has to do with the first commandment. Now, I don't mean the first commandment of the Ten Commandments, but rather the two commandments Jesus gave. What are the greatest commandments? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. That, that first one of those, that it has to do with that, that God must be number one. So many places in the Gospels, brothers and sisters, Jesus goes over and over and over again about how to be a disciple, God must be number one. It's this whole thing of, are you willing to put me before everybody else? And he says, unless you... Love me more than your mother, your father, your children, your land, your property, your wealth, your reputation, your life itself. You're not worthy to be my disciples. Okay? So if I get this gift of the fear of the Lord, then I get my perspective. My thinking is right. My perspective is right. I'm suddenly put, I'm for the first time maybe putting God number one. And when we put him number one, everything else makes sense because he is the top of everything. He's the top of the food chain. Not that he wants to eat you, but when we put him number one, then everything else starts to fit. Uh, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you, Jesus tells us. Uh, so too, when we put God first, when we have the fear of the Lord. So don't be put off by that word fear. Just know, fear the Lord and think God's number one. Okay, and then what does this practically mean? Who's the person in your life you most, you most fear? Who's the person in your life you most want their approval? A lot of us are still looking for our, one of our parents or somebody in our life to pat us on the head and say, I'm so proud of you. And we're going bonkers, going nuts, doing everything, looking for that approval and affirmation. Hmm. Who do you fear? Who do you most respect? And if, if the answer is anybody else except God, then we have some work to do. That's all. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I totally want the respect of my boss more than God. If I'm in a situation and my boss is storming around the place and I'm like, oh no. In that moment, who do I most want to honor? Whose will is most important? It's like pleasing my boss, not getting the wrath of, or honoring God and pleasing God. Am I afraid to ask for Sundays off so I can worship God and, and make God number one? And this is why like Sunday worship is so important because it says, I'm going to take my freest of all days and I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to, be, going to give the sweetest part. I'm going to give the morning. I'm going to give that early afternoon and I'm going to give him an hour and then some. And I give that to you as a free offering, God. 
uh, it, it says really clearly, God's number one. It's the fear of the Lord. If we, let's just say we were truly terrified of God. Let's say God ruled almost like Superman, you know, over the earth and he could see his eye roamed and he could see everything and he was manifest and his eyes could burn you to a cinder and there was like dead bodies in the street from people who had displeased God. And it's like, <gasps> and everyone lived in an actual terror of God. Okay, let's just say, uh, would you respect him? Would you be like, oh my gosh, I don't care what anybody else says. I'm not annoying that guy. And yet he does not do that. He could, he does not do that. He is kind and gentle and patient and merciful. And so many despise him for that. Why? Because sometimes we want a slave driver. We'd prefer a slave driver to a loving father and God refuses to be a slave driver. And he insists and in will only ever be a loving father who will never force the door of your soul down. He will only ever invite. And then we have to ask him for this gift to see him rightly. That's what the fear of the Lord is, to see rightly that myriads upon myriads, countless billions of spirits, of angels, worship him and serve him. And he gets off his throne and goes running after you and me. It's this unspeakable, he comes, he humbles himself so much, it's almost embarrassing. And it's so easy for us to lose the sense of, wow, of, of trembling in his presence because he is so glorious. There is no glory that can compare to him. He is glory. He is honor. He is goodness. He is deserving of all. If you, if you want, he deserves our fear, but he will never act in such a way so as to, to put us under the yoke of an earthly, worldly fear. Uh, he is, he's just, he's so kind. He's so kind. Um, yeah, so this is a great gift, brothers and sisters, a tremendous gift of the Spirit to be really asked for. It's the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of, of seeing wisdom is to see the, everything rightly, that we could start to see everything rightly and to see that we have to be able to see the, what is the utmost and the top. What, what way is up, what way is down? God is up. <laughs> that we could see that clearly is such a gift. It's to get the mind of Christ and the mind of the church. Yeah, so there you go. I hope that's helpful. God bless you.